0: Welcome to Thrive, a Paychex Business Podcast where you'll hear timely insights to help you navigate marketplace dynamics and propel your business forward. Here's your host, Gene Marks.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back to Thrive. My name is Gene Marks again, and I am talking with Jennifer Christie, who is the Chief People Officer at Bolt, uh, Bolt bolt.com. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining me.
0: Thanks for having
1: me. You know, it used to be like HR director. I don't know. My my grandmother, like a thousand years ago, (laughs) was in charge of HR at a cigar company. True story. In Philadelphia. But she was like the payroll manager. I guess they had no human relations Mm -hmm. back then or whatever. But chief people officer means that you're in charge of everything about the employees at Bolt. Is that a fair statement to make?
0: Yes, I would say about the employees and the employee experience. So it's your typical HR which has grown yes. since her role um you know it's uh, not just paying and hiring people but you know it's it's the broader experience learning and development all those things. Um but it's also real estate and and workplace so you know the experience people have coming into the office or working from home and how we support that as as well as conscious.org which is our organization that is really focused on not just making culture great at Bolt, but also trying to change the industry about how we think about company culture.
1: All right, that's great. And by the way, in defense of my grandmother, she had to do all this manually, okay? I just want you to know <laughs> paychecks and everything. Um, so Jennifer, what first of all, tell us a little bit about Bolt. What, what does the company do for our listeners?
0: Yeah, so we're a San Francisco-based tech company that is really powering one-click checkout on the internet. So Really about uh, democratizing commerce and uh, the whole checkout experience.
1: Great, and um, and approximately how many people do you have in the company?
0: Around six hundred and wow. growing.
1: All right, that is that's amazing. And tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been with the company, and what did you do in a prior life?
0: Yeah, so I, I officially joined Bolt in January, beginning of January, but I started talking to them and working with them, you know, and thinking about this opportunity in, in October and actually was able to um, attend their company offsite back in November. So I've been with them a little longer than, than January. Uh, prior to that, I was at Twitter uh, from 2017 until I joined, and then prior to that, Amex, and then before that, government and consulting.
1: Got it. And all pretty much in the HR area. Is that right?
0: For the most part, yes. I, I Earlier in my career, it was, it was a little bit more around um, organizational development and, and program management, but yeah, most of my career, HR.
1: And did I hear you guys had an offsite in November of 2021? Oh, that's Omicron time. I don't know. I you guys know. all like show yeah, up in no, hazmat suits and you know make sure that you're completely. No, no safe. hazmat suits. <laughs> you
0: know, we we you know we did the you know we had uh vax you know requirements and right. masks and all of that good stuff. We were in Arizona, so most of it was outside, which was great.
1: Yeah, all right. That's good. All right. So first of all, let, let's talk a little bit about um, your workforce as well and, and what's going on with the pandemic. So every company is struggling with, you know, bringing our employees back. You know, uh, are they in the office or not? You're in San Francisco. Are your offices open? What are you telling your employees? And how did you come to this conclusion for what to tell your employees?
0: Yeah, so I would say over the course of the last couple of years, like many companies, we've been fully remote um, right. with you know people working from home. And um, as we're starting to come out of this, knock on wood, uh, we're, we're going into a model where we know we're going to be in a hybrid. So we're going to reopen a San Francisco office and reopen um, some work, we work spaces across, you know, across different areas where we have kind of a concentration of employees and looking to open some other offices as well. Um, a, as we go into the you know, latter half of this year and into next year, but our our position really is people get to work where they want to work. I mean, we work in an industry that really has a lot of flexibility and affords a lot of you know flexibility. So, if someone wants to work from home full time, fine. If they want to come into the office full time, we're going to try to make that work for them. If they want to split their time, that's fine too.
1: What are your thoughts though on on working from home? I mean, do you do you? I, I know that you just said you're giving up to the employees, but from a company's perspective. Um you know is should people be working from home all the time should they be coming into the office all the time what do you think is best for the company
0: I think what's best for the company is what's best for the employee and I do think we have to think about like how are they most how, how are they most productive sure. and everyone has a different kind of sort you know circumstance our work is able to be done in a very distributed fashion and very virtual fashion so That's fine. Um, but you know, what we, we are thinking about and what we have put into place is, you know, your day to day work, you can do wherever you want to do it. And frankly, when you want to do it, when you have flexibility on time as well. But we are really going to be doubling down on. In person interactions on certain intervals for certain things, so being very intentional about how we bring people together. Like I talked about that November offsite, but we want teams to have in person interactions. And again, if there's people who opt out of that, that's fine as well. But we do think in person interactions periodically is important to continue to drive those those relationships and get to know each other on a deeper level than you can sometimes do over Zoom.
1: Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. You know, it's funny. I was I was at this meeting. It's a bunch of credit union. Uh, CEOs down south, like in Louisiana, Alabama, and they're also struggling. You know, it's a whole hybrid thing. You know, like everybody is. Uh, there were two people yeah. in the meeting. I remember they were adamant: no work from home. You know, they everybody's got to come in the office because that is the culture of our company, and we believe that people should be there, you know, face to face. I just, I, I don't think that's a realistic policy in 2022.
0: Yeah. I don't think so either. And I you know, a lot of times you know, when we moved to remote work uh, in the beginning of COVID, me and a lot of other of my colleagues who are, you know, head up HR in different companies, were talking about culture. That was a big yeah. topic. And, you know, some companies were saying, "Oh, our company's going to, you know, our culture is going to go, you know, out the window because people aren't together." What I would always say to them is, you know, if you know what your culture is and you're intentionally driving it, it shouldn't depend on people kind of colliding into each other or just by being people in an office you know if you completely depend on your culture being developed because people come together and that's kind of it just happens organically then yeah you're going to be in trouble um if people aren't in the office together because that's what you're relying on so i don't know I, i don't i don't think culture is about people being in an office or not being in an office it's what you intentionally drive the behaviors you support the values that you share
1: great yeah and, and i think a lot of companies are coming around to that as well you know i mean i've joked about this before even on this podcast that uh uh you know jennifer the millennials were right you know they were telling us we should be working from home this is before the pandemic you know the, the oh, yeah. cloud the cloud works it's what and we're all ignoring them you know mm-hmm. shut up coming to work and then uh the pandemic hits and what do you know they
0: were right <laughs> exactly it's a forcing function and, and people you know it's amazing what people found themselves able to do
1: yeah um Okay, uh, you know, Bolt has made some news um, recently about your four-day workweek policies. Um, tell us about what you guys, how you're approaching this four-day workweek trend. Tell us how you define it. Tell us, you know, how you're offering this to your employees.
0: Yeah, so you know, it came about really to focus on two things that I think a lot of companies and a lot of employees have struggled with a bit, and it's about productivity and burnout. Right, and you know we find you know people find themselves on Zoom calls all day and all that, and so uh, Ryan Breslow, our former CEO and now executive uh, director on the board, um, was reading. I read an article, and he had been kind of trying to figure this issue out, and said maybe a four day work week is one of those forcing functions to get us to work more effectively. And so the whole goal it wasn't about trying to cram five days into four. I mean, because that wouldn't affect positively productivity or burnout what it really was about how do we work smarter so we can have more impactful work on those four days so we can really take a step away and have some more meaningful time off. And so before we, we launched a pilot from September to December of last year so we could really learn and see you know, what works, what doesn't. You know, um, you know, we had a hypothesis about it, but you know weren't, weren't quite sure what, how it really would play out. And um, you know, we, we said, before we start this, we've got to do two things. One is everyone's gotta clean up their calendars. And we gave permission to everyone to say, slice and burn across, you know, slash and burn across your calendar. If there's a meeting that you go to every week or every so often that you think is useless, or if there's a meeting you think could be done with a Slack net update versus, you know, going around the, the table, just whatever it is, call it out. Like everyone, let's clean up our calendars and stop attending meetings that don't matter. And second, talk to your manager and make sure that you're focused on the most important things. Tell them everything you're working on and have them honestly assess, is this impactful or not? So we can make sure that you're focused on, in those four days, you're focused on things that really matter and they're gonna be most important and you're only attending meetings and you're spending your time in ways that that matter the most.
1: So let me let me drill down a little bit more into this. Say I'm working for your, for Bolt, um, say I'm in the HR department or I'm in the accounting department or I'm a developer or whatever. Um, Can I participate now in this four day work week plan? Um, and if so, th- does that literally mean I'm still getting paid what I was paid before, but I'm only required to work four days?
0: That's correct. Yes. Uh, we, again, yeah. We, we it's it's open to every single person at the company, and um, it's we we want to we want to make it you know a company wide thing. We made the pilot a company wide you know effort, and we rolled it out company wide. But yes, it's um, everyone's pay stays the same. But you aren't required to to have meetings or work on on Fridays.
1: So it's so that was going to be my next question. So there is a specific day that people that that, mm-hmm. that were not. So no, is is the company closed
0: on Fridays?
1: Is that what you're saying, or how does that work?
0: No, we're not closed on Fridays. What I would say is that um, we really because I mean, if someone needs to work on a Friday for you know if they if they need to get something done, they're trying to wrap something up for the week or get, get ahead of the game for the next week. It's not like they're not allowed to. Um, just sure. like in a five day work week, some people might do that on a weekend. You know, that, that's fine. That's their choice. What we say is try not to, to make choices that are going to impact others. So don't hold meetings. Don't fire off a lot of emails or Slack messages that people have to respond to. Like try, try to do something that if you're going to choose to work, that is totally up to you, but try not to infringe on other people's right to try to take that day if they can. Yeah, that
1: makes sense. Okay. So now, now I understand. So, okay. Obviously, if you want to work independently, work, you know, go at it whenever you want, that's fine. But um, don't involve other, you know, there's no involvement of other employees in anything on that on Friday, because that's, uh, that that is, that, that is another, you know, day off for everybody. What about like, maybe a bulk, you guys have tech support issues, you've got customer service, like any other company, you know, so, how do you deal with that? Like, if I'm a Bolt customer and I call you guys on a Friday, am I going to hear like, "Sorry, we're closed today"? Call us back on Monday.
0: Absolutely not. So that <laughs> I didn't <think> is, so. <laughs> I'm glad you raised it because you know, that was one of the things that we learned during the pilot, right? Um, people who had customer-facing roles um, struggled more with adjusting yes. to this, um, and because you know, because we weren't going to say like, "Hey." we're not here for you. I mean, that's, we're a growing business. We've got a lot of things we want to achieve. You know, we're always here for our customers. So, you know, people in roles that that really couldn't manage their schedule the same way as someone who's more internally focused. What we said was like, listen, if you end up, you know, work working your Friday over, you know, working with a customer or, you know, doing what you need to do, take the Monday off, you know, shift your day a different way. Um, but we had an honest conversation with them to say, listen, you're in a role that probably is going to, require a little more flexibility. We want you to have the option to in an ability to have that meaningful downtime, but maybe not be on a Friday. And the reason that worked, honestly, is because their roles aren't as tied to the company schedule anyway. Uh, so, you know, they they could flex, you know, everyone else, we wanted it to be the same day, so no one felt like they were missing out on a meeting, but people who are customer, you know, customer facing aren't as tied to those company meetings and calendars anyway. So, right. um, you know, they can flex a little bit and maybe a, a Wednesday they take off or maybe a Thursday they take off. So it's just, it's it's a little bit of what they know going into it, uh, the, the kind of role they have.
1: Yeah, you know, you're talking about the role. I'm thinking right now, some of my clients that have customer service teams and, you know, rather than, you know, saying that they they deal in a general capacity with any customer questions that come in, if they, you know, if they're, if you, know, if you take another look at it and you assign them certain customers that you're dealing with or certain clients mm-hmm. so okay listen if those clients have an issue when it's a friday that's what you got to do you know what i mean but if mm-hmm. not then you're off that day do you know what i mean exactly. so at least yeah. you can make it a little bit more i mean i guess it just it i guess it comes down to really taking another look you know at people's roles in the company and what they're doing during the day and say is there any way we can move this you know you know kind of you know move this around has the um has this work week itself, you know, impacted PTO or your your pay time off policies? Now that you're giving people a four-day week and you're paying them yeah. as if they had a five-day week as well, are you going back to your employees, and say, listen, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna cut back a little bit on vacation time because enough is enough? Or have you left that alone?
0: <laughs> no, I'm actually glad you raised that. And in fact, the opposite. One of my okay. bigger concerns with this was that people wouldn't take. Time off. I mean, there is. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a mindset shift. This is a muscle that we're still building because you know we've done a five day work week for a long time. Yes, um, we have. And for those of us who've been in the workplace work for a long time, we've done it for a really long time. Yes, we have. Um, so we knew that. <laughs> so we knew this is going to be a, a way of you know people just like changing their behaviors. And um, I was concerned that people would feel guilty taking actual vacation because they're like, oh, the company gives me every every Friday off. You know, I'm going to look like I'm super greedy or lazy if I try to take leave on top of that. And so we've actually been pretty intentional about making sure we say this is not replacing PTO any more than weekends replace PTO. This is like a weekend. Think about it that way. Um, but you still need time to meaningfully like take off for a week here, a week there, and, and do that do that thing that gives you that you can't do over the course of a weekend. That we all know that any of us, anytime we take vacation, it, it's usually about that fourth day that we actually start to really check out.
1: That is actually true. I, you know, it, it's funny that you say that about vacation. Like some people might be listening to this and saying, like, you know, oh my god, you know, you, you know, you give people vacation, they're going to take it, but. Um, there have been uh, numerous studies that have found that companies that offer unlimited, you know, paid time off, mm-hmm. people tend to take less time off because they feel exactly either right. yeah FOMO or guilt or whatever, and so and that's not mm-hmm. good, you know, for their mental health. So I think that's important. Now, yep. Does the four day? I'm just fascinated by this by the four day work week concept because is it is it um, does it apply to all like even managers like you know like Jennifer? Are you working a four day work week or? because of your senior management at this company, do you still find yourself putting in the same amount of hours that you were putting in before?
0: Yeah, you know, so I would say um, I've definitely been able to take advantage of it. There have been times, of course, that I've had to take a meeting um, with, you know, among senior leadership because there's something that's going on that, that we're working on that is urgent. There's a board issue, there's something going on and I'm not going to be like, sorry, I'm, I've got the 40 work week. Um, so, you know, it's, it's certainly, <laughs> right. uh, you know, something that we recognize, but I will say it, it, it definitely opens up my day because I know that I've got, you know, I'm not going to have for the most part meetings on that day, if I can, if I have a chance to catch up here and there on stuff, I try to role model for my team, you know, uh, that, that this is something that, that we want to embrace across the organization. And just like, you know, before a uh, five-day work week, there are weekends that I had to work, um, sure. you know, that just kind of comes with a, comes with a role, like uh, people issues don't stop for holidays or or 40 work weeks or weekends. So, you know, there's, there's always something going on, but I, it definitely I think just gives us more it uh, gives me more time to, to and more freedom to feel like I can do those things that I want to do that are really totally selfish.
1: The reason why I asked that as well is because you're a senior manager, you're equivalent to you know a person running a business, you're running your own group, your organization. Um again, our audience are business owners, and you know, a business owner is not gonna work a four-day work week. That's just yeah, you know, it's just not gonna happen. They're they're working seven-day work weeks. So to try to sell this concept you know, like I am going to a client tomorrow morning, Jennifer, that is, there's three brothers that run this company. They're my age in their fifties. They've been running this company for like 30 years. They've got 125 employees. Um, it would be, this would be a very tough sell to them. You know, to say like, wait a second, my employees are going to come in four days. You know, we're working seven days. How do you, you know, how do you persuade a business owner, you know, based on your experience that this is, this is a good thing?
0: Yeah, so a couple of things I would say. Um, it's interesting you talked about remote work earlier because I keep coming back to, to this. You know, we, there's a lot of companies that started moving to remote work before COVID. Um, mm. and those companies that were moving in that direction you know, uh, some other companies would look at them who were very office-centric and be like, well, that could never be my company. My right. employees could never do that. Like like the work that we do could never be remote. You know, right. all of that stuff, like not our industry. And, you know, fast forward, you know, you, you had COVID and people figured it out. Yeah. Um, I, I liken the four-day work week very much to that remote working. And I think, frankly, remote working is, was a harder adjustment than a four-day work week. When you think about it, if you, it shouldn't be about hours. It should be about output. And it should be about what outcomes that that people are are giving sh- you know. That Ryan talks about the theater of work. You know, we've gotten <laughs> such a habit of um, because we see each other at work. You know, who's in office first and who leaves latest, and it's like this this thing about like that gives you status versus like what are they doing? Like, are they are they adding value? Are they having an impact? So if you start to think about work in terms of what your people can do and the output they can have and not so much focused on hours uh, and and think about a meaningful investment in their ability to rest and recharge. I don't think it's an insurmountable hill for any industry, for any organization, you know, when people come to me, oh we have this we have this kind of workforce or that, I say listen, even if you can't operate, you know, a fully 4-day work week, why don't you mm. try at least yeah cutting down on meetings and seeing if you do goal setting a different way so people are focused on the most impactful things. I think there's there's elements of this. You could still I mean, who cannot do better about meetings? Right. Uh, and other things that you that you do. So I don't know. I think it's a forcing function to do that. And I think companies would find this easier to take on than remote working in, in many ways.
1: You mentioned trying to do this now. First of all, how long have you guys been doing this four day work week?
0: Well, technically, it's in September. Um, okay. So we piloted it from September to December. We got feedback through a survey. If people wanted to continue to do it, how was it going? And then we launched it full on January 1st.
1: Okay, so that's that, that's what I wanted to get from you. Because you, with any anything in HR, any benefit that you provide, any compensation that you provide, you, you know, once you provide it to somebody, you can't walk it back, you know? So particularly <laughs> in HR. So that you position this as a pilot, and did you position this – Was this a pilot for the entire company, or did you just pick a specific department to try it out with? Um, And then, how did you communicate that to the group? In other words, like guys, you know, this might not be a permanent thing. So, you know, know, tell us, tell us how you ran that pilot, because that that could be helpful for somebody who wants to think about this.
0: Yeah, I definitely, I recommend pilots and for a lot of reasons. Um, A, it helps you really understand like how things really work. You can sit in a room all day and try to plan out all kind of scenarios, but until it actually, you start, Running water through the pipes, you really don't know how it flows. But um, how we did it was we yeah we did the whole company because we thought like we're the not whole company we know unless okay. we have everyone yeah the whole company. Wow. So we said everyone's going to do this. We you know we all, we did the cleanup of you know meetings and and priorities you know up front. But we said you know flip the switch, everyone's going to do this. And um, you know what we said was listen. We think this is a good approach to addressing productivity and burnout, but we don't know. So we truly are piloting this. Um, we truly are gonna see, is, does this work? Is it, is it effective? What do you think? And one of our questions on our survey that we sent out in December after it was over um, and we had 80% of our employees participate, which is actually pretty good for an employee survey. Mm. Um, you know, and 94% of the employees said, yes, let's keep it going. And 91% of our managers, because we thought that was also an important cohort, mm. um, you know, 91% said, yeah, absolutely, let's let's keep this going. And we drilled down into things like productivity and uh, work-life balance and meeting efficiency and um, all of that. And the numbers were resoundingly positive in the 80s and, you know, above uh, in terms of people feeling like this had the impact that we wanted it to have. So um, Hmm. yeah, we, we positioned like that. If, if the numbers had been different and and if people were like, no way, um, then we wouldn't have done it. We would have said we could find another solution to the problem. Were
1: you prepared that even, I mean, first of all, who's not going to like a four day work week? I mean, I would expect your employees to be like, Hey, this is great. I mean, but well, what if the numbers weren't good from a management perspective? What if you were finding that the product productivity wasn't there or customers were not getting the answers they needed in time? Was, and you had to you had to walk it back. Even if the surveys were coming back, we want this. Were you guys prepared to do that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know, at the end of the day, we are a business. And you yeah. know, the conscious.org that I mentioned before, it talks about blending humanity with execution, and both are important. And you know, we're a growing company, we think we have big things to do in this world. And- it would it would not do for us to not be able to hit our numbers and to to hit the commitments that that we have and so anything like this that that we do that would be employees would love but we bad for the business is a non-starter so you know if that's what we had found we would have said no or we would have adjusted maybe some of the ways we do it to test it again um but that's not what we what we found and i'll tell you you know the the we don't want people even to be attracted to Bolt who think like, who you know, Bolt's a cushy place to work. You only have to work four days and, you know, um, maybe I can go over there and put my feet up on the desk, you know, All kind right. of thing. Um, it's That's not that's not who we are. You know, we it, we bring people in here who have a drive to win, who are great at what they do, who are willing to go the extra mile and are in it. And in, re, in return, we give them this flexibility. We trust them. We give them autonomy. We let them like manage their time and we invest back in them that they can have this kind of flexibility and focus on their own mental health or whatever it is personal that they want to do. So it's a contract that we have with them, but it's not meant to be like a, a vacation company.
1: Did you have any issues with any employees violating the policy, uh, managers saying, I don't care about this four-day work week, I need an answer to this question today, or you're meeting with me on it. it's a Friday and we got to get this, you know, did you have you know, any of those incidents occur or anything like that? And if so, you know, how did you deal with them? What what advice would you have?
0: Listen, like, to, so far, you know, again, I'm not gonna whip the second half. We have not had anyone who said like, I'm not doing this. We're having our team meeting on Friday, any of that stuff. I mean, like okay. everyone was very bought in and it's a tone from the top that I think really resonates across the board. Now it's not a violation of a rule. If something is urgent and has to get done, and a manager says hey i need i need you um i've done it myself you know so if that's breaking a the rule then you know uh, you can blame me for it as well but you know sometimes those things happen and what we try to say is like listen if there's something that you is there a fire you have to put out if there's something you've got to deal with deal with it and then step away um it's so easy sometimes if you're if you're in your on your computer and you're working on something you're like ah I'm just going to finish these emails and sure. so maybe I'll just do that. Like then next thing you know, like five hours has passed and you've been working the whole time. So what we try to say is like, listen, if you've got to dive in and you've got to do something on a Friday for the good of the business and for something to support your team, do it, of course, um, but try not to let it take over your whole day. Try to keep with the spirit of what we're trying to do and and then take care of that and step away and try to recharge and then come back Monday and be ready to kill it.
1: Couple other questions on the four-day work week, and then we'll we'll finish. I know we're running out of time, but it, it's such a great okay. topic. Uh, you mentioned emails as well. So you know the way I work. Again, I I have a ten-person company, so I just I don't really have a schedule. So I email you know on Saturdays and Sundays. Um, I don't expect you know you know my employees to respond to me um, when I send an email. You know on a Sunday morning. You know I get it. Um, you know you know they can respond. Yeah. You know. Thirty minutes later, that's fine. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, you know, obviously they can wait till the next you know, till the work week. Um, when you have this four day work week policy, did you find employees still independently working on Friday, but sending emails? Like, were you getting emails from employees on that Friday or even over the weekend? And you know, was that okay, or did you feel like no, that's violating our four day work week policy? <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know. Listen, what we said was, if you can, if you want to write out some emails because you want to catch up on something for the week and get ahead of something, try to do a schedule send, or try to do something where you put it in a draft and sit it on Monday. You know, okay. So you can still kind of get get ahead of the game. But like, if it's not an urgent thing that someone has to answer because you need to answer right now, don't make it urgent. Because you know, if everything's urgent, nothing's urgent. So we try sure. to like really make sure that people are. We're just, you know. Using that time and using those emergencies for real emergencies, but you know that's fine. But again, it it was really meant to try to respect each other's time and try to build this muscle. And it's funny because um, you know every every time someone asks me a question like about an edge case or something, I say, "What would you do in a five day work week?" Right? You know, that's, it's it we, it really truly is like we are just shifting the paradigm. A four day work week, we, we're just looking at it as the new norm. It's a week. It's a weekend day. So if you have a situation. Like, for example, if there's an employee that is consistently working every single Friday, can't step away, like the, is like slammed, can't, can't. What we say is we need to look at the resources on your team. We yeah. need to look at are you working as effectively as you need to do or, or maybe look at your priorities or, or the work that you have assigned to you? Like, does it make sense? Just like we do if someone was working every Saturday, you know, like it's it's kind of the same mentality. Um, but, you know, every now and then the stuff creeps forward, like a growing company like ours that has a lot to do you know, it's, it doesn't always fit into the, the, you know, four walls of a, of a work day, but again, it, we try to maintain the spirit of what we're trying to achieve.
1: Final question, uh, Jennifer, is um, just about demographics. I mean, I, I don't know the demographic mm-hmm. makeup of your employees, you know, at Bolt, but do you feel that this, you know, you know, four day work week it would be more successful at a company that has a younger workforce, as opposed to people that are, that are used to five, you know, five days a week. Did you have a, did you have a harder time or an easier time um, getting employees that were older to to buy into this, or 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 not?
0: Not you know, actually, no. Um, you know, I, I think it it really resonates across the board with um, people who've got you know caregiver responsibilities or you know other things. You know, the older you get, sometimes the more responsibilities you have outside of work, and so mm-hmm. this gives people you know, some, some meaningful time to, to focus on those things without feeling that like they're taking time off or, you know, it's just like a, another day of their week and that they can take care of those things. So, you know, it, it, it's it been pretty much across the board. Um, I do think younger employees, people who have been working as long adapt faster to it just because they don't have like decades long of um, guilt associated with, you know, not working on <laughs> guilt, um, not working on a workday. Sure. Um, that's typically been a workday. But, you know, other than that, you know, I think people... It really resonates uh, with people across the board.
1: Jennifer Christie is the Chief People Officer at Bolt. It's bolt.com. Jennifer, fascinating conversation about the four day work week. We interviewed also um, another guy recently who's part of a nonprofit that goes around to companies that helps them implement four day work weeks. And I've been writing about it as well. And um, I-, I think you're-, you're right on top of the trend. I really do. I mean, I, I really do think this will be something that will be long lasting. And uh, I'm sure you would agree that. Um, Um, flexibility is probably one of the hottest and most requested workplace benefits that employees are asking for.
0: Absolutely. Flexibility. And I would say personalization. Um, so, you know, being able to kind of customize and think about like, what, what do I need as an employee and how can my company meet my needs? And I think we've always had this mentality of these are the benefits we offer and we push them out. Um, and kind of, they, they go out to all versus like offering more of that personalization personalization and choice. And so I think that combined with flexibility is the way of the future.
1: All right, Jennifer, thank you very much. Appreciate you joining. And uh, I'm sure we'll be back to you to hear more. I wanted to talk to you about uh, uh, where you guys find employees, some of the other hottest benefits you guys are offering. (laughs) I got lots more questions for you, but we'll save that for another time. Thank you so much for taking the time. Do you have a topic or a guest that you would like to hear on Thrive? Please let us know. Visit payx.me forward slash thrive topics and send us your ideas or matters of interest. Also, if your business is looking to simplify your HR, payroll, benefits, or insurance services, see how Paychex can help. Visit the resource hub at paychex.com forward slash works. That's W-O-R-X. Paychex can help manage those complexities while you focus on all the ways you want your business to thrive. I'm your host, Gene Marks, and thanks for joining us. Till next time, take care.
0: This podcast is property of Paychex Incorporated 2022 All Rights Reserved.